I found myself dreaming of travel this week. The excitement of pulling out the suitcase and figuring out what to pack. Always a bathing suit and flip-flops. Maybe a fancy scarf or long underwear or both. Definitely good walking shoes and sunscreen. An extra bag for souvenirs. And where is my favorite neck pillow? A few books and movies on the Kindle. Triple check the passport and the plane ticket. Uh, I long for adventure, for seeing new landscapes and learning about different cultures, for the exercise of curiosity and the satisfaction of navigating unfamiliar places and languages, for the excitement of discovery about myself and the world. Okay, well, that kind of adventure is still a while away for most of us. We will have to adventure vicariously through daydreams and books and movies, and even through the travelers in our gospel today. Magos, or wise ones, notice a bright star and believe it announces the arrival of a king. And so their adventure begins. We can imagine them choosing what to wear when meeting a king, packing food for a journey of undetermined lengths, choosing gifts, only the most precious gifts for a royal. Maybe an astrolabe to read the stars along the way. And so they set out, full of courage and curiosity. It's not clear how many magi made the journey, how long or far they travel or what route they take. Arriving in Jerusalem from the east, they excitedly and logically seek this new king at the palace. Herod's fragile ego reacts badly to a possible challenger to his power. And in anger forged in fear, he summons the chief priests and scribes. Acting like the tyrant he is, he demands to know more about this so-called king of the Jews. And this is where the adventures of the wise ones begins to read like a spy novel. Herod secretly asks them to report back when they have found this new king so he can pay homage as well. Right. All about the adventure and perhaps naive to Herod's wily ways or not, the wise ones set out that night for Bethlehem. The bright star stops, indicating their destination. Do you suppose they were surprised to find themselves at an unassuming home in a small town rather than a grand estate? And how surprised was Mary to find a crowd of foreign strangers at her door seeking her young child? Mary offers her best hospitality, food and water for the strangers and their entourage, conversation about their lives and journey, a safe place to sleep. The wise ones offer their gifts to the child Jesus, carefully chosen gifts that are the best, most valued things they have to offer. Rested, the wise ones decide not to report back to Herod. Perhaps they realize that he intends to eliminate any threat to his power. 
and discerning the difference between tyranny and God, they courageously choose for the power of the holy. Confident in their own judgment, wit, and resources, they set a different route home and disappear into the mysterious unknown. Adventurers, like the wise ones, are humble, curious, trusting of their own resourcefulness and wit, appreciative of the generosity of others, and courageously adaptable to new situations. From that description, every one of us who live through 2020 can be called an adventurer. Now, adventurers are not fearless, but there is something in the adventurer's state of mind that tells anxiety to sit back and admire her cousin's curiosity and resourcefulness as they discover a new friend named Delight. Delight points out that we have adapted to the unexpected. We have discovered unclaimed strengths in ourselves and in our communities, and that we are rich in life and love. Trinity is on an adventure of clergy transition and COVID and a major construction project. Make that multiple adventures that weave together in timelines and dimensions. And as a community, we are figuring out together who has the knowledge and resources to bring to each intersection, each decision. We are learning to navigate new cultures like online worship and Zoom annual meetings while bringing the gifts of radical welcome and worship to all we meet. As Christians, we adventure with an open heart to what God will teach us along the way. How can we better welcome seekers in this digital age? How can we build stronger relationships across generations in our congregation? How do we share faith-filled community when we are physically separated? How do we continue to meet the needs of our neighbors? And what are we learning about ourselves, our undiscovered strengths and resourcefulness and creativity, our community's needs and hopes? What are we learning about God's faithfulness to us? We could ask the very same questions about our individual lives. What are we learning about ourselves through this adventure, about our spiritual lives, about our physical and mental strengths and needs? What are we discovering? How are we adapting? And where is God in all of it? Forget the sunscreen and the passport for a little while yet. The adventure continues right here with plenty of new landscapes and cultures to explore and many gifted magi for traveling companions. Among us, we have enough wit, courage, and curiosity to thrive and learn and discern what God is teaching us as we adventure together. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on the pilgrim's way. O Lord of hosts, happy are they who put their trust in you. Amen. Alleluia.